Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Kind of an interesting night for me as we welcome you in live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Brought to you by GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit GEICO.com for a free rate quote. My my son and I were sitting up. We'd we'd been watching the news a little bit, and we had we'd kind of grown weary, you know. And 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 again, not in a in a negative way. It's just you're sad. It depresses you. And I thought, you know what? Let's let let's bring some some happiness to us. Very greedy of us, but but let's bring some happiness. So we were uh, tuned into the always joy inducing show known as Rick and Morty. When I got a, a text from the boss man, Scott Shapiro, that said, can you feel, can you feel in tonight? And I thought to myself, okay, yeah, I mean, let's go. I mean, I, I, I will never turn down an opportunity to sit here and talk sports with you, especially during this time. But then I kind of stopped and I paused and as my greediness and my selfishness of, of watching the Citadel of Ricks crumble, I realized there's something much bigger than being excited about having an opportunity to sit in with everyone tonight. And, of course, that 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 includes my man E-Rob, Eric Roberts, and I used to work together on Sunday nights. Good to hang out with him. Brian Finley on updates. And, of course, Chris Perfett all holding it down in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. But I, I shouldn't be here tonight. I mean, there is no reason why I should be able to fill in based on what's keeping Jason Martin from being here tonight and the – uh, unfortunate events surrounding the reactions to the unthinkable tragedy that took place this past week have kind of, I don't think Jason minds me saying this, guys, but it's prevented him from being able to get to his studios near downtown Nashville. 
So I'm I'm pretty lucky that I have a studio that's really close to my home, wink wink. And I I I get the I guess you could say luck of having an opportunity to sit here tonight and talk sports question mark with you. But I, I feel bad because I know Jason wants to be here and uh I, I get the opportunity to sit here and hang out with you and I'm eternally grateful for that. With that in mind, you almost feel like the last thing anyone wants to talk about right now is sports. And it's kind of wild because I won't lie to you guys. I was fading a little bit before I got the text from the boss, man. I was fading. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a night owl, but I'd stayed up late last night. I'd, I'd followed everything on the news. I don't know how you can sleep with everything that was going on in Atlanta. But as I started to fade a little bit and got the text and, and got the call, they went to the righty out of the pen. I turned on my local news, and to my shock, I broadcast from Oklahoma. Make your own assessment. That's fine. But we're having what's being termed as violent protests in downtown Oklahoma City. Let that register for a bit. In Oklahoma City and across our state. So my heart breaks. Um, I'm kind of in fight or flight throughout a majority of this night watching. But I realize, you know what, any of that concern about, man, got to work the late shift. How am I going to stay up? No, no, no. It's it's an immediate, unfortunate jolt of energy because I, I can't think of any other word to use but heartbreaking all the way around. I mean, in, in every aspect of this. And it, it's it's almost as if the term heartbreaking kind of attaches itself to everything that has taken place so far in 2020. I mean, I, I almost sit here at some point, and I listen. I'm I'm very spoiled. I, I I get that. I'm not sitting here trying to go boohoo plank, not by any stretch of the imagination. But at, as a country, I mean, my gosh, what's I'm afraid for what's next. How how much more can we possibly take? I mean, it, it's it becomes June tomorrow, which you know that six month, the halfway point of the year. But how much more can you possibly, and I don't even know if the term would be handle, how much can we possibly try to digest over the better part of the last five months to start this season? This has been, my gosh, man, this has been almost a decade in the span of, of five to six months. And every single type of traumatic event has been hit so far. We've had a pandemic that... It's still going on. I mean, it's it's still very much at the top of the news, and it's affecting our sports world. We've had complete and total economic devastation across the board. Unemployment, that is what? Are we at like 14%, maybe higher, for unemployment right now? Protest all across the country, and it's not even June. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm hedging that bet a little bit because it is the last day of May. Oh my gosh, man, how much more, how much more as a country can we handle? And we don't have our outlet. We, we don't have our, our, our precious fallback. We don't have what we typically turn to in times like this to, to kind of escape. We don't have our games to watch. We don't have our teams to root for. Everything is shut down, and all we can sit here and do is watch the news and, and be sad. So... Uh, again, I, we're going to have a lot of thoughts on this tonight. As I'm watching, I'm watching buildings burn in downtown Oklahoma City. What in the hell is going on? But we're going to talk a lot about this, and I'm going to touch on it. I've, 
I, I've, I say touch on it. I don't know how much more you can get into anything else right now. And just kind of a full disclosure, I've always not necessarily been the kind of guy that's going to tweet at someone and say, hey, man, stick to sports. Stay in your lane. Hey, if, if you have good takes and if you have good perspective, I want to hear it. I want to learn. I think that's the great thing that's always been about sports radio. That's a great thing about social media to a certain degree. But in my mind, I've always looked at when I get a chance to sit in on these shows, when I get a chance to do my show on Sunday nights with Arnie, I do a local show as well, too. I'm very much a a sports is the backbone of what I do. And I've always kind of I've struggled with how much do you want to hear suburban white kid try to tell you about how issues of uh, of racial tension have affected him I, I don't think you really do so I've always looked at it and I thought you know my place is to always serve as kind of a, a distraction and a way to, to to maybe take your mind off this for a little bit and why we're going to do some of that tonight and we're going to talk about the NFL and, and its plan and the the NBA and this Thursday vote that's coming up I mean I I cover college football for a living so we're going to talk a lot about college football's plan. I am I'm very much knee deep right now and trying to figure out what the hell Major League Baseball is doing. But even as I've kind of ingrained in myself, and this is a me thing. This has always been a me thing. In this mindset of people don't turn turn to you to hear in anything beyond sports. Cover sports, talk about sports, that's what you do. I realize in, in that mindset I feel like I've been complicit in a lot of things, and and that's brought me much disappointment in myself, and it maybe disappointment in myself as well too. So in what we do and and how we cover this and how we talk about it tonight, I want to make it very clear: we're going to talk about sports. We're going to get into things, but be, beyond the protests and the breaking news across the country right now with with riots breaking out. I mean, we're having problems right now, as I've mentioned several times here in the 405. And, and our hearts and our and our souls, if you will, are, are, are with everyone who's been affected and, and everyone who has continued this fight that hasn't always been the stick-to-sports guy that I've been. But I feel like more than anything else, it just needs to be said a million times over, a million times over. What can we do to fix this? How can we be um, helpful? How, how can we be the voice of change? And that's where I've always struggled. I don't think tweeting a meme is is changing the world. I don't think throwing your political take out on Twitter is changing the world. I think actions change the world. And so in that tonight, that's been my continual fight. That's been my continual plight. That's kind of where... I've struggled through all of this. We need to be more outspoken. We we need to be more vocal. We need change. We need equality. And with that, I just I, I watch this playing out in front of me, and I'm just my, my my heart hurts. I mean, it's just it's just gut wrenching. First of all, let me tell you this much: take your kids home. What are you doing? It's two ten in the morning, Oklahoma City parents. Get your kids home. You don't need your nine year old out there. Go home. But from the other side of it, I. I, I have I have learned about the rage. I have come to to understand. I don't I don't get a lot of what stealing a TV from Target does to better the plight of police brutality. That's that's something I've still struggled with from the moment that I saw it. But I understand the rage and what the disappointment is in in how we have treated our our, our communities that 
maybe more so than ever before, have been targeted. So with that, welcome into a very heavy edition of the Jason Martin Show. I get the, I guess you could say, luck of getting to fill in tonight and try to talk about these issues with you. Now, by the way, I'm here in Oklahoma City. Brian Finley's back in the uh, studios in Los Angeles with Eric Roberts and Chris Perfett. And guys, I know you're kind of removed from it right now, but just kind of a check. And Brian, I'll start with you. I know you've been busy all night long, but everything's safe, everything good in L.A. from from dealing with the riots and obviously dealing with COVID-19. Are we good in L.A. right now? Are we good in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios? I, I know, Chris, we are in Sherman Oaks where the Geico Fox Sports studios are located. And driving up the 405, there were no issues, although there were some drivers that were just recklessly, recklessly just vrooming all over the place with no care of anybody else on the road. But despite that, in this area, we're doing okay. I don't know how much can be said about how things are going in downtown. That might look a little bit different. But in the valley of Los Angeles, Chris, things Good. seemingly are subsided. And we had the curfew. And I, I just heard that there was a state of emergency declared in L.A. by the governor. So hopefully that we can do things like you said, peacefully. Peacefully. Yes. Peacefully. Preach. Uh, Perfect, uh kind of man in the controls on the ones and twos, if you will. All good in your world. No, CP, not everything is good out here, I regret to say. I understood, man. I, I am out of that. snacks. You're out of snacks? I'm out of snacks, and we got a long night Dude. ahead of me here. Dude, you're out of snacks. I've only got a half a cup of coffee right now. I don't know what oh, I'm going to do. Oh, listen to you. You've got caffeine. You've got caffeine. Dude, let me tell you something. When I got that first call, I took uh, I, I took what was left over from breakfast coffee and started to reheat it. Oh, I, what, oh wow! Oh, like what reheated kind of, yeah, coffee? Exactly. Ugh, grotesque right now, but it's still. Keeping but at least you away. have some caffeine. No, yeah, no. that's right. That's right. That's right. Caffeine. I'm, to, and I, I, I'm in real distress here. We're gonna have to have a GoFundMe for my <laughs> caffeine fund over here. I'm 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 drowning in money to get the energy drinks to do this. Uh, my man E Roberts, Eric Roberts, as well, taking your calls at eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Is there any snack runs we can go on for Perfetch to try to save him right now? We do have the the infamous Fox Sports Radio vending machine. Oh, that thing never hallway, works, though, so, right? Yeah, so it's, it's, it, it's getting threadbare again. It depends if okay. it's working or if the snack selection is scarce. So some of the overnight guys during the week, you know, really, really sa- like savagely depleted. it. So when it gets to the weekend for the week guys, we have we have <laughs> like some guacamole sun chips left or something like that. Guacamole. I, I, I love doing the show from the uh, Los Angeles, well, Sherman Oaks Studios. Geico, Sherman Oaks Studios. But every time I kind of look at the... Um, Snack the vending machine. It always seems bare. I never remember seeing anything in there. Where I'm like, I gotta have that. So fingers crossed for you, Chris. I, I appreciate one of the things that hasn't through. been touched are like the mint Kit Kat bars. And guess what? I'm Ugh. not touching those either. Oh, who? I I am just so anti mint chocolate anything. And I know that that's kind of a big boo to some people. But of all the things I've never bit into chocolate, I thought, you know what would make this better? Minty. Especially Kit Kats. I mean, what's next? A mint Snickers? I usually, we're gonna get? I usually think about chocolate while I'm brushing my teeth, too. So, it's you know, it works. <laughs> <laughs> and I even I'm like grotesque. peppermint. I like those peppermint patties. But anything else oh. with the mint can just, no, you see yourself out. We got a lot of audio to share with you tonight as well um, as, you know, I, I listened a lot today. I was traveling a lot around the state. And I I was listening to Jason McIntyre and what he said really resonated with me because it kind of hammered home. People are angry. You know, they're they're angry on every single side of the world right now for what I brought up. You might be out of work. Heck, you might be having to work a job right now at this moment in the middle of the night. 
that you never could have, hey, what's up, guys, that you could have never imagined having to work just because you want to make ends meet. And now you've got to deal with uh, just, just every single type of societal breakdown that could possibly be taking place. So we're going to do our best to try to keep it real, to have some fun tonight. Like I said, I've, I've always in my mind been the, I want to serve as a distraction. I know that's not the case tonight. I know that's not going to be the, the, the case for a long time. But we're going to have some fun tonight because there's a lot of different topics to get into with heavy hearts, with with guts that hurt while we watch these stories breaking throughout the country. And we want to hear from you as well, too. If you want to jump in on Twitter, I mean, I you, you can follow me if you want. I'm at Plank Show. That's at Plank Show on Twitter. We'll roll through the entire crew and the best way to follow them as the show rolls on. And holy smokes, we're already due for our first break. So when we come back, we got a little news today on the future of the NBA and what it looks like. We'll break that down for you. Plus, Steven Jackson has been incredible throughout all of this. We'll hear the NBA champion's message as we roll on. Chris Plank, that's me, sitting in for Jason Martin on a busy Sunday night, or I guess I should say Saturday night, into a Sunday morning right here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Every time I come back, I want to say it's Arnie and Plank because that's what I typically do here on Fox Sports nope. Radio. Nope. You know what's amazing? As 
as as as hard as this is to watch tonight, and as much as my my heart hurts, I can honestly tell you I, I have much less stress. I don't know what it is. It's uh I don't have someone telling me that I need to wake up Dorothy Annie M's calling or betting that they're gonna lose are, are betting their job on every pick that they make. By the way, Eric Roberts in the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. You you did the show with Arnie and I, right? I mean, if yeah, I'm yeah. remembering, okay. I did uh, about a year with you two. Yeah, yeah. I got switched uh, about last this time last year, I think. I, I'm sure you'll get a kick out of this. Now he's all in on Tom Brady being like the greatest quarterback and how he's going to take the Buccaneers to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it was it was about a year and a half of him just betting against him every right. year, every time he could. I think, um, yeah, I think I was on the Super Bowl when he announced them dead, and they came back against uh, well, insert whoever, insert whoever, I guess. Yeah, so he bet his job that time. He bet right. his job a couple other times against Many Tom times. Brady. So I guess he just kind of realized maybe it's just the Patriots he doesn't like, not do you, Tom Brady. Do you know what? I, I, maybe that's how I should finally look at this. Maybe more than just telling him how everyone remembers how you destroyed this guy for the better part of the six, seven, eight years, however long we've done the show together. Maybe he's finally seen the light yeah. doubt it though. he's an older guy he might be trying to save some face for his retirement plans um you know tampa bay good spot to retire at so you know you don't want to trash your future home right that's a good point that's a good point well as uh as we roll in here jason martin out tonight i'm in uh just jason we're thinking of you, man glad you're safe nothing wrong it's just I, I, if if and again if he, if he doesn't want me telling it you can dm me text me whatever but in order to get to his studio the the route was unavailable. Yeah, yeah. The the, best way to put you know, it, right? it's in the belly of some. You know, I, you, you know, you don't want to interject yourself into things you don't have to at this point in time, right? Absolutely. And you know, it's I'm pretty fortunate that my studio is eight paces from my living room, so it works out okay. So, a lot to get to tonight. We're keeping our eyes obviously on the news. As I've said many times, I'm watching. As, as we're up, it's 2.25 Central Time. I deal in God's time zone, the Central Time Zone. And literally all the news stations are live right now because we're having problems in Oklahoma City. And when I say problems, I just mean in some of the protests that have gotten a little bit sideways. So this has just been wild to follow for me tonight. And you think about the combination of, of everything that has happened so far in 2020. It seems like last year that we actually put two dudes into space we we, we launched a, a rocket into space this morning it it seems like it was a year ago and it was earlier today so kudos to a SpaceX. reusable rocket that's back in our possession like we were, pretty big moment by the way let, let me real quick before we go further on that i want to remind you that we're brought to you in part by geico and all the we're apart these days we're sharing more and Geico sharing more too. The Geico give back a 15% credit on car and motorcycle policies for both current and new customers that last your full policy term. Visit geico.com slash give back for info and eligibility. I'm not kidding. I was watching the SpaceX thing today and I thought the part that blew my mind was, well, first of all, I don't know how they got the countdown wrong, but all of a sudden it's like, and here's the countdown. Boom. There goes the rocket. But what just happened? But we're sitting there as we're watching this, and you're kind of in awe because it's not really something that we – well, first of all, we haven't had much to get excited about. I mean, my goodness, a documentary has been the highest-rated thing on TV so far. Think about that. A golf match between two quarterbacks beat that in the ratings, and NASCAR is crushing it. Think about that from a sports perspective or at least an entertainment perspective for a moment. But as we were watching SpaceX, Eric – 
the thing that cracked me up the most was my son's with me. My, I, I have my two daughters. I'm bringing them all in. They're like, you guys, whenever, whenever your dad was a kid, this was awesome. This is what we all look forward to. What did it been? Nine? I don't know what the number was. I, I keep wanting to say nine years is what I thought they said the last time that we had actually launched something from the states, and it's the first time ever that it's kind of like taking a taxi cab, it's like, hey, Uber me to space. But it, the, the I don't know, rocket, whatever, it landed on its own. One of the first things just came down and landed perfectly. We're sitting there, what just happened? The two dudes uh, are, are off to space, Bob and Doug. Meanwhile, this rocket just lands right back on its own. I mean, what the hell? I can't even do that in video games. And they're doing it right in front of our eyes. But, of course, man, that was a good time when that happened last year, right? I mean, like, <laughs> seems like it was forever ago whenever that took place. Remember when we were happy about that? And we got like five minutes to be happy about it. Two great names, by the way, Bob and Doug in space, right? Just, just <laughs> when they're going, we, let's check in with Bob and Doug and on their way to the space station. Just two it great names. It sounds like a comedy movie. It's like Harold and Kumar go to space. Bob and Doug go to space. Well, you, you do know that back in again, showing my age, they were like Bob and Doug were the Canadian uh, comedy team that every uh, oh, really? Bob McKinsey and, and his brother. But yeah, so there, there was a Bob and Doug back in the day. But yeah, that was thank you for the distraction, Elon Musk. We appreciate it. Now, now, can we get back to not having sports and being angry about everything? A couple of quick tweets before we get to our first sports update of the night. Well, I'm sorry. I did not ignore the top of the hour, Brian. Our second sports update of the night. First and foremost, <laughs> Dupree McMath with the tweet of the night. No one's going to beat it. Just go ahead and log off if you're trying to top it. Dupree writes, good choice by the astronauts to leave Earth. I was thinking of a poll tonight. If you would have got a last-second call, which, by the way, you, you couldn't, and it's hacky, and I'm I, I, if you want to get real with me, it's not possible. But uh, would you get in that rocket and leave Earth immediately if called upon, check one, yes or no? I think a majority of people would have checked yes. <laughs> no, I really can't. You know, I'm kind of enjoying this quarantine right now. No, yes, get me out of here. But, yeah, good good call. Good timing. Could you imagine those guys? They're getting out of here at the exact right time. Um, oh, not UCLA Dodger Frank. Kobe died four months ago, but it feels like 20 years ago with the way this year has gone. You know what's kind of funny about it, too? Not, and nothing's funny about losing Kobe, but I, the last time I sat in on the overnight, and I don't remember if it was for Jason or if it was for Jonas on Friday night, but it was after the Lakers' first game that they played at home since the loss of Kobe Bryant. And, I, and this kind of shows you how you know, in, in incredibly short-sighted we were. I had people tweeting. It was their first, first home game. Since Kobe had passed, I had people tweeting at me telling me, man, I think you got issues. You're still worried about Kobe Bryant. You're still honoring him. I thought to myself, what are you talking about? It was their first home game. Now it's, we'd love to be able to have something we can watch, to, even if it is just to pay tribute. Uh, Tony writes, and this is probably more for you, Chris. I'm really surprised that there's any guacamole sun chips left with the stoner food snob Koopa Loop there all week. Oh, yeah. That- he's, he's their primary predator. Oh, okay. But All he's right. the only one I think who touches those chips. So if if they get refilled, they they last a little bit until Coop finally makes gotcha. his way through it all. I got gotcha. you. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Then and then um, I buy a couple of notes on the 
protesting and uh, the riding out there as well, too, that we'll get to much later on in the show. But you can hit me up all night long. Please keep the tweets coming. I'm at Plank Show, and uh, I, I, I dig. This is the best way to stay in touch with the program all night long, at Plank Show. And by the way... Strolling into the Geico Fox Sports Radio studio is another man that you can follow on Twitter, at Brian with the wife Finley. <laughs> What's going on, Brian? Chris, good to hear from you. And by the way, you're welcome, Theo Howard, Chris Murray. Bro, let me tell you something about Chris Murray right now. <laughs> I, and, and if you don't know what Brian's talking about, those are two UCLA, I, I think one's a grad transfer and one we, we're appealing for another year. Yeah. But the the Murray kid, is he's probably going to start. I mean, they are, the, everything I hear is great. Theo Howard gets on campus and ruptures his Achilles, but they think he's going to be ready by the time the season starts. But, yeah, we appreciate that. Sooners need a little depth at a receiver. And, obviously, Bill Biedenboe, best offensive line coach in the game. Thank you, UCLA. Appreciate it. And Theo Howard, Chris, never drops a pass. I think he has gone on this, like, torrential streak where he never dropped a ball. So you're going to love his consistency and his maturity. And he's a really nice guy. Like, you'll be able to really get a vibe with him and develop a relationship. So we're going to miss him, no doubt, in Los Angeles. UFC pulled off an event in Vegas on Saturday, and in the headline bout... Gilbert Burns made an embarrassment of Tyron Woodley, winning by unanimous decision in the welterweight division. Woodley, though, kept an optimistic outlook despite the beatdown, saying on Instagram, quote, you can't just get on the camera when you win. You got to get on the camera when you lose, too. Went on to say, I've got a weird piece for somebody that just got their blank whooped, end quote. NBA teams are sounding off and responding to the nationwide protests and riots blanketing the country. The Toronto Raptors put out a message and it says in part, quote, when we see racism and violence committed against someone because of the color of their skin, we should and do feel outrage. We cannot accept this. While we grieve for those we have lost, we know grieving is not enough. We must honor their memory by acknowledging these ills exist, confronting them and coming together to create a better society. It is far past time, end quote. NASCAR and their Cup Series takes its show to Bristol Motor Speedway later today. 3.30 p.m. Eastern is when the flag drops on Fox Sports 1. Brad Kozlowski is on the pole, which is decided by a draw. Also, you've got the top German soccer league, Bundesliga, back in action with a couple matches this morning. Coming up on Fox Sports 1, Italy preparing to have their Premier League back, Italy's Soccer League as well. Both of those two respective leagues will come back in June. So some momentum, Chris, but it just it still seems so far away. Like June, I mean, I know we're almost there, but still, we're, we're, we're hurting and dying for sports, and it's nice to see slowly but surely things progressing in the right direction. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate you. He'll be here all night, ladies and gentlemen, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Yeah, it's been kind of, I want to kick off next hour going more in depth on this because it's been real interesting to me to see and I'm just focused here on the NBA, the NFL, the NHL, and then, of course, Major League Baseball. It's almost as if you've had 
four, from a strategic perspective, completely different approaches to getting back. We'll get into that coming up a little bit later on in the show. Uh, a lot of stuff still to get to tonight. Keep the tweets coming at Plank Show. That's the best way to get in touch with the program. Since you know we've been following the um, unrest across the states over the last 48 hours, I wanted to share two cuts before we got out this segment and then we'll wrap up hour number one with a little NFL talk. But Steven Jackson, for those that didn't know, had, had a personal relationship with George. And I thought what he had to say yesterday, it not only resonated throughout the sports world, but I think throughout the country. We've seen it so many times, so many times, and we see it right in our face and we don't get no justice. That's right. What happened to common sense? That's right. What happened to just opening your eyes? Your eyes don't work now. Videos, what, what is videos for? Videos don't work now. They don't mean nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Only when you black. You know, um, common sense, common sense more than anything else throughout this process. It's it, it seems to be lacking quite a bit. And then I thought Malcolm Jenkins was really good as I guess where is Malcolm current Eagle current saying he, he bounced around a little bit, but. I thought what he had to say was was really good as well, too, from an NFL perspective. You see yourself. You know, if, if you're a black person watching that, you see yourself, you see your fathers, your brothers, your sons um, in that video. And I think we've seen that. I know my entire life I've seen videos and, and, and images like that. Uh, and it, the trauma that that creates is something that black people carry around every day. And I think it and it's almost frustrating that this is the type of things that, that need to circulate for people to actually who aren't black to actually pay attention and get involved. Uh, updated Malcolm Jenkins, current saint. Three teams. Well, two teams. Saints. Oh, nine to 13, spent five years with the Eagles. And of course, signed this off season with the Saints. And and he wasn't done. It's a great step. And I'm, I encourage all of my white uh, colleagues to use their voices and platforms, but I challenge them to use their privilege and their voices to the fullest extent, because we've seen what they've been able to do for other instances. We've seen JJ Watt have one of the most successful campaigns to rally for support when a hurricane hit Houston. And we've seen what, what athletes are able to do with their platforms, especially guys like JJ Watt, the Tom Brady's, the Carson Wentz. And so for me, I'm encouraged that they are at least stepping into it but I challenge them to push it to the furthest extent because I think they, more than anybody else, have the ear of the majority of this country. Whereas black athletes, we are influencers. We have a great voice, especially in the black community. But to change these issues, it comes as a, in the entire society has to get involved. And so I, I challenge them to go further than they have been up until now. And if you need to educate yourself, ask a black teammate what they go through every day. Ask those questions when you have guys around the locker room. What can I do to support you? What can I do to help? Because if it was their brother, if it was their father, if it was their cousins, we'd see them respond in ways that gets things changed because we've seen it before. Yeah, and and I think, too, what you've seen on social media, uh, again, I don't think you're changing the world with your meme or your statement, but you're showing compassion and you're showing care and you're showing empathy. And I think that is is kind of key to realize hey there's an issue so kudos to malcolm jenkins kudos to stephen jackson uh everything that everything that has been pouring out of the sports community has been incredibly uh, eye-opening 
And I think in, in some instances, uplifting as well, too. Eye-opening for a guy like me who sometimes needs to be reminded. Because, like I said, I, I am a, a, a white, middle-aged sports radio guy who grew up going to a school where, in, in grade school, probably 99% of my classmates were white. So, for me, I, I don't understand. I, I, I have to be educated. I have to learn. And I've, I've educated myself. I've continued to learn. And I continue to hopefully do more to help bridge that gap in where it's no longer a, a question of equality. It's, it's just it's a known thing. And I hope I've ingrained that in my kids. You know, this is interesting for me, too. My son is – my son, guys, is 16. So – he turns 17 in December. He wants to be a police officer when he when he grows up. And it's not just, man, I want to be a cop. It's I, I take part in the junior police officer program. I'm, I'm studying things. And I hope in him that for that next age of of officers, and there's listen, there's there's bad cops, there's bad people, there's bad people that work in the media, there's bad act, you know, it's just there's bad people everywhere. But I hope that in how I've raised him, I've ingrained in him that mindset of e- equality and, and treating people the right way and not judging someone based on the color of their skin. So it's been a real eye-opening week for me. And then also one that I think is hopefully tested my parenting as my son looks to get into the profession of, of serving. So with that, let's take a break. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, obviously a lot of heavy stuff going on, but there's still this this road that we have to travel in talking about when does our ultimate outlet, when does our ultimate escape return to us? And we've seen several different plans and several unique paths. Which one is right? We'll debate it throughout the night. I'm Chris Plank, and for Jason Martin right here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What are you trying to do, Chris? Get everyone all fired up tonight? Oh, let's go. Yeah. Did you see they did a concert at Fenway Park? I think it was. Yeah, did they? Two or th- was, it, was it today or was it two well, or three That's days? not social distancing. Well, uh, it was for video only or whatever. Oh. There's no one there. It was like, someone correct me if my, I'm wrong. My brother hit me up about this and then oh, he, said, he, okay. <laughs> he said, mass and then, you know, get a little pun on the word. He's like, I just can't get behind him on anything, so... <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I really like Dropkick growing up, and but I can't think of the song in anything except The Departed. Like, I hear yeah. the song and I just think about the De- Leonardo DiCaprio and Jack Nicholson rolling around in awful uh, Boston accents. Yeah, yeah. Or, or a bunch of sports radio hosts going, yeah, let's go! Oh, wait, hold <laughs> on, that's me. I'm sorry. Uh, welcome back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, brought to you by Geico. It is easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO, the only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Now, I I have a confession to make, gentlemen, and I don't know if uh, B. Finley's rolling around, but I'm sure that this has been something y'all have paid a little bit more attention to than I have. But this is my first time ever watching the Korean baseball that's going has has the KBO caught on in the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios or no um it's it's caught on for us in this shift okay. because it's on and during this shift you know gotcha. it's it's been on pretty much the last couple of weeks because it's live baseball at like you know during the overnights for us so when it's during this shift if it's live it's going to get a TV gotcha. you know KBO yeah. baseball and Australian National Rugby League Oh, okay. I could be down with some of that. So we're watching the Doosan Bears take on the Lottie Dotties. I don't know. What <laughs> lot Giants, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Lottie Giants. Or Lot, Lot, Lot Giants. I, 3-1 So, right so these are all, so the way it works for a lot of Asian baseball is like if if they're owned by corporations and that becomes ah, the names on the front. Okay. So I don't know how to say if it's Lot or Lottie. I'll have to look that up during the break. Okay. But that's but why as, there's a Kia and there's a Samsung yeah, and there's as a, LG. As a proud owner of a Kia Soul and a former owner of a Kia Rio, I'm, uh, I guess I'm a Kia Tigers fan. Wait, so, yeah, wait, there, there Which go. one did I ride in? I, did I ride uh, in the Soul? I think you rode in my PT Cruiser, the, the bridge right. car. That's the PT right. Cruiser, yeah. Back when uh, Baker Mayfield was in town for that's the Rose right. Bowl. Yep. Whenever Bake was in for the Rose Bowl, Eric Roberts, because I was so dumb, I, I didn't have room on my phone for Uber, was kind enough to take me back to my hotel. Yep. Of course, that next day wasn't very fun either. Dude, I was hung yeah. over that. <laughs> so the, the, the uh, what is it, the, uh, the, the little sweets to get everybody nice yes. and uh, lubricated was nice, yes. though. Yeah, it was uh, not a good night for me. But yeah, so I'm, so I'm into this. I'm into this right now. I don't know if, I mean, 
do we give any binding updates of this? Or we just kind of follow along? No, and if, if, something we, see, go- if okay. we see a dinger and a bat flip, right. we'll let you know. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, I'm learning. I'm learning on this process. I, I used to do the, the weekend overnights. And if we had a game that went extra innings that maybe got into the first hour, it was like heaven. Like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, we're into the late, 13th. Oh, those late those. Hawaii home games in football. <laughs> the, the was it the Dodgers Red Sox game that went 18 was a, yeah. was a big one around here. That that stretched yeah. I think into Jonas Knox's overnight show quite a bit. That was a Friday night into a Saturday. That yep. was into one of the first weekends of the college football season. Gosh, I miss baseball. That that reminds me one of my first gigs was actually doing Tigers games back in Toledo like for the local affiliate, ah. and they were in Seattle, so it's a 10, East, 10 p.m. Eastern first pitch, and I think they ended up going, I want to say 14 innings, and I had to do the post game too, and I didn't leave the studio until like 4 in the morning. Those, by, that's uh, where most of us started, board off. Yeah. Those are the days whenever you're like, we don't need every single score from every game play-by-play guy, right? They got to have a scoreboard, and and you're yelling as the guy that's producing the game in your mind, or you're like, we can get on our phones and give the score update. Let's go get off the air. But sorry about that. That was was probably a horrific night. Extra innings, Seattle, probably not getting home till 3 in the morning. (laughs) Oh, wait, kind of like what we're doing right now, right? But anyway, welcome in. Jason Martin's out tonight. I'm Chris Plank sitting in. Obviously, our our hearts are with everyone who has been affected by the COVID-19 shutdown. If it's affected your job, we're here to hopefully lift your spirits. But also that same vein, our hearts are heavy. We're, we're very much a, a nation that's been divided. And I, I hope throughout this process we can continue to heal and understand the hurt that many of our friends and our brothers and sisters have kind of struggled with. So I always have that thoughts and prayers in my mind, and I realize that doesn't really do much for anyone. But just know I think my my goal has been to be better in in everything that I do. So speaking of be, being better, I had to laugh with my excitement. And, and E-Rob, we, we need to really get into this next hour because I'm sure you all are familiar, Eric Roberts, big hockey guy, the yep. Eric Roberts. Mm-hmm. But I got real excited whenever I saw hockey's announcement last week. And it, and then I kind of looked for the true kind of guts to the announcement because they promote NHL, got a big announcement coming up, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, let's go. And the announcement is they're only going to have the play. What What is it? it uh, 20 teams or they're only going to have the playoff. Teams, 24 basically. teams, yeah. 24, thank you. So, so 12 from each side. And then I was like, all right, great. This is great. What else? When when you guys coming back? Well, we still haven't quite figured that out yet. Oh, okay. Well, where are you coming back? Where are you going to play? Ah, haven't quite figured that out yet either. Oh, all right. Well, what about the the fourteen day quarantine if if you play in Canada? Yeah, really, really haven't quite figured that out yet either. Did the only thing that they really announced, Eric, was that they're coming back to play with 24 teams? Is that all we learned? Um, yeah, and there was like a, a kind of a preliminary list for possible host cities. I think Las Vegas might have okay. kind of emerged recently as one of the Western right. Conference ones. It's going to be two hub cities, Eastern, Western. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's the most concrete idea, I guess, of the four leagues that we've gotten so far. So people really latched on to just the idea of having something that, like concrete to talk about. I think that's what it is. I think we get so excited with the idea that someone has a plan that we really need to dig in a little bit deeper. And when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, is the NHL truly ahead of Major League Baseball in the NBA? Is the NFL maybe in the perfect spot for all of this? 
And what in the world will we do with college football? What will happen? What is the true definition of open? We'll debate it next. I'm Chris Plank, sitting in for Jason Martin, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Stick around. Hour two. Hour two. Live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So I'm, I'm learning about other sports tonight. Because as much as I'm a, a night owl, it's usually just been panic and fear that's kept me up, not necessarily wanting to watch sports. I don't know if that's smart to admit, but hey, here we are. So this rugby thing, huh, Perfet? These guys are crazy. I don't know if I, I don't, I, I think I've just gained a whole newfound respect for these, these lunatics. I mean, they just go a hundred miles an hour into each other. Oh yeah. It's a brutal game. I love it. I I've loved it for a very long time. I, whenever I can catch it on uh, English, okay. English uh, premiership world cup, it's uh, it's you, you think football guys are tough. Watch some of these guys slug out these matches too. Do do they have fans? Are those cardboard cutouts of fans? I mean, so it's still they're playing without fans right okay. now in Australia. So I'm learning, yeah. learning. Look out! I'm going to be a rugby expert, and we're going to open the phone lines and take your rugby calls, so take your footy calls, take your footy calls, take your Korean baseball calls. I'm learning so much tonight, but obviously we're at a we're at a time where everyone's in a rough spot, man. So I I hope. I hope we can entertain and, and bring a smile to your face tonight because we're going to try to figure out this hour when, oh, when we'll have a sport back that uh, Perfet doesn't have to explain the rules to me. My gosh, they just forearm each other. This is like UFC with an oblong ball that they're throwing I don't think, around. Have you kicking. seen them do a scrum yet where they no. like, like all the guys link arms and they like it's all a together. scrum. Yeah. <laughs> No, but like an actual scrum, like the whole team locks arms. They like push oh against each other. Well, here we are. Sports in 2020. I'm educating myself on rugby lookout. And I haven't seen a scrum yet. I'm very excited for this. All right. When will, could they, won't they? Ugh, sports. Kind of a very general lead. In. But I think we're all kind of up in the air right now. And I, I wanted to get into this really in depth tonight. I don't know which approach is the best approach, but to me, and, and this might be the way I'm viewing it. You, you might disagree with me and you can hit me up on Twitter at plank show or at Fox sports radio, obviously. But to me, you've seen in the NBA, in major league baseball, in hockey, the NHL and, and in the NFL four distinctly different approaches when it comes to quote-unquote getting back. Now, we'll spare the NFL here because, if anything, the NFL has been incredibly fortunate that the entire coronavirus, the COVID-19 outbreak, has happened when they're in their offseason. And, I mean, everyone wanted to complain about, man, I can't believe they're going to start free agency, went off without a hitch, can't believe that they're still going to do the draft, pretty cool the way that they did it. Obviously, with OTAs not happening, the, the preseason might even be up in the air. But in everything that we've seen and all the experts that we talk to here on Fox Sports Radio and all the reports that you get, 
the NBA is kind of, or excuse me, the NFL is kind of left lane hammered out. So I, I kind of exclude them from this conversation for now. Why? Because, well, they weren't in season. They, they, they didn't really have anything that was affected. What's intrigued me is with the NHL, the NBA, and Major League Baseball, they've all approached this, at least publicly, in very different ways. As Eric and I were talking about right before the top of the hour, the NHL comes out with a story, uh, what was it, like on Tuesday, they had the press conference, Gary Bettman talked, and they limited the amount of teams. 24 teams are going to play. And there was some question about whether everyone would come back, whether they would just start the playoffs. But it's interesting because the NHL, even though there's some rumors about where it could happen and I guess some guesses about when it would restart, the NHL, and Eric, correct me if I'm wrong, the NHL comes out and says, these are the teams, this is what, to a certain extent, our format is going to look like, right? Yeah, correct. They had that release, a bracket to look at, and then they had some weird little new... uh draft lottery that's going on for the teams that aren't in it but yeah very very much just here's what here's what's going to look like no solid this is where we're coming back this is how we're coming back this is when we're coming back the nba the nba and, and again we've learned a little bit more about the nba's projected timeline which has kind of been constantly evolving but the nba's first step in this is their site right they come out, it's it's Orlando. Now, I don't know. It's been weird because I don't know if there's been the official NBA release yet, but the, like the Trailblazers website had it, and a couple of the team websites had it, but I, I don't know if there has been this official, we're going to Orlando, but enough people have told me that I'm buying into it right now. So the NBA, it comes out and says, here's our site. Here's where we're going to play. Now, obviously, there's been some arms on that with the hotel that the players are staying in and whether or not the accommodations are going to be up to their standards. But very clearly, NHL format, here's what we're going to do. NBA, here's where we're going to do it. Now, I I wish I had an example of what Major League Baseball's plan is, but I, I kind of think, I kind of think with Major League Baseball, their approach has been, all right, what's the financial side of this going to look like? At least that's the debate that we're having in the media right now, right? Oh, the the owners are billionaires and they're greedy. Oh, the players are millionaire. I lost my job. You should go to work if you can work, right? I mean, everyone's got a different perspective on this. So I just I find it fascinating to see three very profitable, very popular professional leagues have all gone about it in different ways. And and I don't know. I don't know which one is right. And I don't know if there is a right way right now. Again, the NHL, they have their format. You know what the league is going to look like when they restart, but you don't know where the games are going to take place, right? There's some speculation, but you don't know where. The NBA, oh, you know where it is, but my God, I've seen so many different scenarios about how they could restart, how many teams. I mean, uh, listening today right here on Fox Sports Radio, I was kind of surprised whenever Kurt Heelan from, what is it, Basketball Insiders, whenever they brought up this number of teams that would play in the postseason. You know what's going to happen? By far the leader right now, like I'm hearing, is the 22 team, maybe 20, but 
they could tweak it a little bit. Probably the 22 team system where they're bringing in some extra teams, playing a bunch of couple weeks of regular season games, then having a play in tournament in the playoffs. So again, we don't know that that speculation. Kurt's a dialed in guy. He's not. He's not uh, one of these internet gurus, these internet insiders that heard something from a third source and someone's sister's friend using the Ferris Bueller line. He, he knows he's tied in. So at least on that front, we get a better idea of, all right, so maybe looking at 22 teams or if you're buying the hype that's out there, they're trying to get enough teams that are going to be in to where they can make sure that the Pelicans are in as well too, because of the draw that they think Zion Williamson could actually be, which then gets us to major league baseball, which Honestly, I don't I don't know what to say. I really don't. Because you're supposed to you're supposed to take a side, right? That's where we're supposed to be in the world today. I, I, I'm not allowed in sports radio to say, man, I really see both sides of this. But I, I've really struggled because first of all, I think baseball has botched this from the start. And early on, I felt like that they have the best opportunity to get back quickly, right? Open air, you've got your your spring training sites, which was talked about, then maybe they'll be able to play uh, in inside their own stadiums. But it, it just seems as if every step of the way it's been botched. And, and again, I don't know if that's from the way that it's been reported. I don't know if that's from maybe what's been put out there from the perspective of the, the owners leaking things to make the players look bad or vice versa. But right now, you know, I, I sat here last Sunday night with Arnie Spanier, and in my heart of hearts, I said, I think the NHL is getting back first. I think the NBA second, and I think the uh, Major League Baseball is third. I, I'm starting to wonder if Major League Baseball is even going to get back. I know this isn't groundbreaking stuff here. I know this isn't earth shattering. I'm not trying to get a wall moment. But has there been anything as frustrating as the tit for tat whenever it comes to Major League Baseball's back and forth. You know, first it was they didn't like the kind of tests that would be done or the amount of testing. Then it was I don't want to be quarantined away from my family for that long, which, again, I I can understand. But, you know, pay me $8 million a year. I can go away from my family for a while. That's fine. Um, th- then it became, well, the the percentages aren't fair. And everyone jumped all over the players that were complaining about it. Then you saw those numbers and you realized, oh, that's a pretty substantial pay cut. And then of all people, Chris Sale and Max Scherzer started speaking out about it. So, you know, it's almost as if something that should be very simple in, in our minds, right? And, and trust me, getting everyone – uh, properly tested. It's not that simple, but the idea of just coming up with a plan you would think would be easy enough to where billionaires and millionaires could. What's the magic three three word phrase that we can use a lot whenever we're talking about baseball's plan? Figure it out. Figure it out. I mean, we're talking about people that are supposed to be much smarter, uh, a much higher pay grade than a majority of us, and they can't figure it out. And so last week. John Paul Morosi, who's great, man. If you're not following John Paul Morosi through all this, you're doing Twitter wrong. And he's been great coming on Fox Sports Radio with us. You know, last week, he said Tuesday was an historic day for Major League Baseball. A a historic day. Because that's whenever we were going to get the proposal that went to the Players Union for Major League Baseball. Now, 
now more than anything, we're we're looking at this coming week being the most critical week, maybe, dare I say, in Major League Baseball history. Again, don't want to get too carried away, but as John Paul said, it's big time. The critical time is not today. The critical time is next week because next week is when uh, MLB and the union would really have to have an agreement in place that, will, that allows them to uh, get the season going by July, which is important because that would hopefully allow there to be enough games where the players make closer to the money that they were expecting to make and MLB is able to get the postseason in in time uh, to hopefully avoid a second spike in cases in the fall. So, I w- Listen, I'm going to try to stay on the clock tonight. I'm not going to try to get too carried away, but baseball's really kind of pegging the sports frustration meter. Listen, there's real-world stuff that is much more problematic than than sports right now. But as I've said many times, that's our, our great escape of sports. This is what we turn to in times of sadness and tragedy and disappointment. You turn to sports and it's not there. I, I, I don't understand, and, and I'll never be able to fathom this, and maybe it's part of the game that's being played in the media. Maybe this is what I've learned a lot from following Andrew Brandt on Twitter, deadline spur action. Maybe they're trying to push something from a deadline perspective. I don't know. But I'm starting to believe more and more, guys, that baseball isn't happening this year, and that's incredibly short-sighted and frustrating to me as, as a fan, as a very greedy person right now that thinks baseball should look at this as the ultimate opportunity to get back and maybe reestablish its spot in the sports depth chart. Y'all are sliding, man. You're like that. Uh, you're like the senior quarterback that got beat out by a, a redshirt freshman, and now the sophomore is hot on your heels as well. You're like uh, whenever the Raiders signed Matt Flynn, bro. Terrell Pryor's breathing down your neck. I, I couldn't come up with a Lions or a Bills reference. Sorry, I panicked, guys. But it's just. It's fascinating to me to see how no one appears to really grasp what this can do for this sport, outside of those who cover it. Those who cover it get it. Those who talk about it. When I watch the MLB Network, they get it. When I I listen, I mentioned John Palmarosi or when Ken Rosenthal comes on. When I hear the baseball guys that are hosts on this network, they they get it. But baseball doesn't – I don't know why they're not getting it right now. Get back. So when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, uh, I want to go around the horn. I want to get Chris's take. I want to get Eric's take. I want to get Brian's take. I want to figure out who you guys have in our derby as to which sport gets back first. Because it's almost as if, it's almost as if, uh, gosh, I've got so many analogies tonight. I'm probably going to use them all up in the next segment. But when I was a kid, whenever I was young, you didn't want to be the first person to jump in the water to see if it was cold, right? There is always someone else that one of your buddies. Come on, uh, come on, Max. Max Watson was my guy. Max, jump in the pool, dude. See if it's cold or not. Come on, Robbie. Come on, Solomon. Jump. Let's, let's see. I don't want to be the first to win it if it's cold. I ain't getting in there. It's almost as if baseball and the NBA and the NHL are playing this game that I played at like 12 years old to see who was going to be the first person to jump in the pool. Let's go. Let's get it back. We'll, we'll, we'll debate who's going to get back first next. Plus, we'll hear from Mark Cuban and his interesting perspective on when the NBA might return. It's all coming up. I'm Chris Plankin for Jason Martin on a big night here on Fox Sports Radio. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Fox Sports Radio on a Sunday morning. Welcome in. Along with Chris Perfett on the wheels of steel, Eric Roberts producing the show. Brian Finley will have an update coming up in about 10 minutes from now. As always, we're brought to you in part by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score and Checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Hit the tweets coming up here in just a bit. You can find me at Plank Show. That is the best way to stay in touch, at least uh, with me and my just completely awful tweets that I throw out there consistently. But what I did want to pose here before we got too carried away is I kind of wanted to go around the horn, bring the crew in on this, because I am so intrigued by the debate. And again, it's our sports world uh, it's in in the grand scheme of things with what's going on in our country right now, the, the George Floyd protests, it's very irrelevant. But for our sanity and for having an escape, it's it's kind of a necessary thing to get sports back. So with that in mind, gentlemen, uh, and let's see. Eric, I'll start with you. Which sport right now, based on the plans that we think we have? Because really, NHL's 24 teams and the NBA a roundabout way saying Orlando. I feel like that's the only solid information that we have right now. 
Which sport do you see getting back first? Uh, I mean, I would hope it's NHL just so we get a little more eyes on the NHL. And personally, I'm you know I'm a little biased, and I'm selfishly wishing it's NHL. So they swoop in there with all those TV spots open, and I can just really flip on the NHL whenever I want. So I would think it's them, um, but it seems like them and the NBA, um, them being the NHL, talk, they're all talking, you know, targeting, you know, the end of July for training right. camps. So I feel like the NBA could swoop in and, you know, take the pole position on returning. Nice. I feel like it would kind of be within, you know, a week of each other, even if they do return one ahead of the other. I hope it's the NHL. I do like the Vegas little hub idea. Um, people kind of trash Vegas, like, oh, Vegas for hockey. It's like, there's a lot of hockey rep in Vegas that people don't know about. I mean, they can play games at the MGM. They can play games at the Orleans Arena. They can play games at T-Mobile. They have practice facilities for the Vegas Golden Knights. So there's plenty of rinks available for the Western Conference teams. I love the I love the format of, that they're doing. It's kind of got a little March Madness feel. I like the round robin for the top seeds to play before the second round that they're in. Um, I hope it's the NHL. I really do. And I hope it's quick, but I know it's not going to be quick. I mean, they're not hiding the fact that when they do get approved or whatever, it's not going to be, you know, okay, let's get practicing. It's going to be the end of July before everybody gets back. Because, I mean, I've talked to Chris about this in, in the past and even Brian in passing. It's like, you know, you got to realize that these guys haven't been playing hockey for three months. Some of these other That's guys, right. these sports, you can walk out and you can get your feet under you, throw a ball around, dribble a basketball. You can't just go out in your backyard and skate around and get get your, your ice skates on. You know, these guys haven't been playing hockey for three months. It's different than not throwing a baseball, not dribbling a basketball, not catching passes. Like, it's it's a little different. Even professionals, you got to knock the rust off, even if you're a professional athlete. I, I will say, I'm so fascinated by wanting hockey to get back because I, I, I think it is such a fun spectator sport, and I would hope that you would have more eyes on it. There's compelling storylines that are still out there as well, too. So I'm kind of with you rooting for hockey. It's really the only sport that's kind of come out with a set plan. But, Perfect, what do you think? Which sport do you see getting back first? Funny enough, so at the start of this whole lockdown, I know I, I got asked the same question by Bernie Frado on Straight Out of Vegas. Ah. And back then, I can't remember what month it was. I think it was like late March, and I put my wager down that football would be the first sport back, and Bernie shut me down immediately <laughs> because that was just too much negativity at that point. And fair, warranted Bernie. I know he might be listening. I'm, I'm just having a little fun here i'm having a little fun here it's all good but i i think it's probably going to be the nba i think that you know the hockey seems to have a good plan but as to what eric's saying like they're going to need some prep time they're going to need some time to get back in shape they're going to need to get some time for guys skating a little bit they're going to have to figure out the situation for the ranks like ice you can't just you you ice is a little harder to maintain for for a central location than just a basketball court because you've got to put the Zamboni over it every every period. You've got to re-ice it. And after like two, three games on that same rink in a day, it's not going to look good. And as the temperature heats up, the ice quality is not going to be great either, especially in a place like Vegas. And I just think the NBA seems to have the most solid plan out there. Uh, I think they can get the players to sign off on it, if, especially if the season they're proposing is short enough. They're just going straight to the playoffs. Baseball, I don't know what to do about baseball anymore. What the what the owners put forward in their last proposal was just downright insulting in a lot of different ways, and it's coming as they're starting to slash minor league uh, jobs that 
pay very like less than you know around four hundred dollars a week. You can't even pay that out. So like baseball's in a bad spot. So I think it'll be the NBA, but I, I'm not gonna lie. Looking at the calendar, the NBA's got to move faster. Maybe my football yeah. prediction will pay off. Do you know, you know, it's funny. And, and we're Brian. I'm gonna give you some time to think about it because I want to get your update before we get your take on this. But it's fascinating that you said that your initial thought was to say football. Because through all of this, Chris, that's that's kind of where I've been too. I've like, kind they, of they've, they've had some of their off season disrupted, but right for like you know, so what? They don't have OTAs like that. That's fine. They can work around that. Yep. Like the first, the first we've known by now, the first month the NFL basically is their preseason, is their training. So like I think come August the NFL will just dive right back in, regardless of what the COVID nineteen situation is, unless. There is a second spike, and it's just really bad. Yep, and I, and I think that's the grave concern, too, with college sports is that round two, if you will, the second spike, because that that's where the great concern is for everything that's going to take place in the fall. All right, so I think what would, would – would you say that Eric was kind of a soft commit there to hockey being first back? I'll, so, I'll, I'll throw my name all the way in on hockey. Okay, I, I hope right. it, and I, I'm, I'm leaning towards it, so – I like it. Eric goes all in on hockey. You can make sure you follow Eric on Twitter at underscore Roberts 11. Perfett and I kind of in the same boat here. Uh, he's at Chris Perfett. That's with two T's on the end on Twitter. Uh, and we'll hear from Brian Finley. But first, before we get his projection and prediction on what sport we'll get back first, he's got to get you caught up on everything that's kind of going on in the world of sports. Yeah, Chris, we've got some individual sports taking place. The non-team sports are already starting to get their act together. UFC dwelling in Vegas on Saturday. The headline act had Gilbert Burns defiling Tyron Woodley, holding his own with a unanimous decision in the welterweight division. Burns' right hand was a brutal weapon, and that is six straight wins for him. His career record soars to 19-3. and The LA Lakers put out a message on Twitter addressing the riots and protests breaking out across the country. It read, quote, we condemn racism, bigotry, violence, and prejudice in all of its forms. Everyone has the right to live free from fear and to be treated with dignity and respect. We hear the pain of our black community, and we will not stay silent, end quote. NASCAR is back as well, and they've got a race later today at Bristol Motor Speedway in Tennessee. 3.30 p.m. is when that one will start Eastern time. You can watch all the action unfold on Fox Sports 1. Brad Keselowski will be on the poll, which is decided by a draw. Top German soccer league, professionally Bundesliga, has a pair of matches on Fox Sports 1 in a couple hours this morning. England has the Premier League picking back up June 17th. Italy's soccer league will resume on June 20th as well. So we've got some European team sports getting their act together. And again, Chris, it goes back to what's first that's going to take place in the United States as far as team sports. Well, as we welcome you in tonight to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Beautiful segue, Brian. (laughs) Uh, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance, and it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance. All you have to do is go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part is figuring out which way is easier. All right, so we got E-Rob in on hockey. 
We got Perfett in on the NBA. Brian Finley, which way are you going? So I'm taking this and looking at it from the perspective of horse racing for just a moment. Get this. So okay. you, you are, and I'm not a jockey. I would not make for a good jockey, and I will never be a <laughs> jockey. But growing up watching horse racing, you get a feel for tactics, right? So the NBA is the horse in the race that, for the most part, is in the middle of the pack, not taking you know, the lead until they get to the back stretch and that's where i think the other major league baseball and that might fizzle out and nhl i, I know eric is very high on that but again all the travel that's going to have to be in place with that that might, might be a challenge but the nba has been quiet or has taken their time but all of a sudden now that they're seemingly hitting the back stretch they are going to burst across the finish line adam silver the commissioner always wanted to be the first to stop he wants to be the first to come back and logistically having everything in place that that island setting per se in Orlando it makes the most sense and the players are on board a lot of the stars have been open about wanting to go and you don't have the Max Scherzers that are going on Twitter and talking about just the back and forth and the angst between the owners and the players as far as Major League Baseball getting their act together so I'm going with the NBA I wish it was earlier it's like two months away but the NBA Here's uh, what we've learned about the NBA. I like the horse racing analogy. Please do not let that get lost on anyone here tonight. Here's what I find interesting about the NBA's plan. Shams reported this was, what, yesterday, I think, that it kind of started to become public, that the NBA's target date, which, again, to be very clear, this is all reporting. This is nothing official from the NBA. This is, and I hate to use the term speculation whenever you have a, a pretty trusted source in Shams reporting it from The Athletic. But Adam Silver informed the league's board of governors that July 31st is being targeted as a possible date to return. The league has to take into account many factors. Negotiations for a place to play apparently are still ongoing. There will have to be some brief form of a training camp so players can get back into shape. And then that date is very much fluid, I guess is one way to put it. What we still don't know is the form of the season whenever it returns. And like I said, you have so many places. And I keep bringing this up because my partner on Sunday nights, Arnie Spanier, he sent me a story last week and getting ready for the show. That was from the Portland Trailblazers website. And the headline says, it's official. The NBA is back mid-July. In Orlando. And now you fast forward less than a week later, and it's, oh, you know, the site's still very much up in the air. Like, wait, what? That's what's, that to me, guys, is what's been frustrating about the NBA is every single time you feel like there's a step in the right direction and you get some positive news and you have teams' websites reporting that the NBA is back. Well, a, a week later, it's, it's still very much clouded in. Uh, I don't want to say secrecy, but maybe more than anything else, mystery. You just don't know. Here's what Mark Cuban had to say. I think Mark Cuban's been on the forefront of all of this about his theory 
on the timeline for the NBA's return. I think you work backwards from next season. I've always been a proponent of starting on Christmas Day when we go to broadcast. And so if you work backwards from there and say, okay, we want to have two months off for draft and everything and players to recover. So you've got all of November, all of October. So we don't have to finish till the end of September. So basically in his mind, hey, we can say that we need to get back quick. Well, I'm kind of speaking for him here. But people can lose their mind and talk about needing to get back quick. But basically, all we need to worry about is being done in September. So that way, when you're looking at starting 2020-2021 season, you're working back from Christmas. And that way, you're officially starting when when most of us, when most of us feel like the NBA should start anyway. We can start playing August, you know, for that matter, because we don't have all the travel restrictions. Everybody in one, maybe two, but probably one location. You don't have to fly across country, you know, give everybody one day off if you need be. You play multiple games in one day, so you can compress it in ways that we never were able to before. So I'm not, you know, I don't think like there's a drop dead date. Maybe uh, September, you know, August, start by August 1st. You know, and, and then, you know, the one thing that I find very interesting in all of this is where baseball has been very outspoken, when I say outspoken, how about this, public about some of the financial constraints that will be in place and how their plan has not necessarily been cemented. What's been interesting is the NBA, there hasn't really been much financial buzz at all. And I don't know if that will start to ramp up as we get closer to restarting the season. I don't know if that will become a a Major League Baseball type of stumbling block in order to get the association back. But I will say this. Jason Smith really made me laugh pretty hard this past week when he said every week you feel like there's the NBA and Major League Baseball and the NHL getting together to say, all right, you lay out your crazy scenario for a return this this day, and then tomorrow we'll lay out ours. So that way there's always kind of this, all right, you didn't like what we said about coming back in the NBA. Well, don't worry because tomorrow Major League Baseball is going to have its crazy way that it's going to come back, that it's going to lay out and confuse all of us. I don't know. I, I'm kind of with Perfett, and I'm kind of with, with, with Brian on this one. Though I'm really rooting for hockey. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, I'm really rooting for hockey. I won't lie. How much Sorry, conversation Eric. do you think is going Sorry. on between the leagues, by the way? Like, because, you know, figure if they're all trying to do hub city kind of stuff, there's got to be some Good kind question. of fluid conversation. Like, you know, because originally people were talking about how the NBA should go to Vegas for the bubble city. Now it's like, okay, NHL could use Vegas for the bubble city. So, like, what if somebody was planning on this and all of a sudden they got almost like a, a, a city loses a bid for the Olympics or something. It's like, oh, well, now we got to go back to the drawing board because the NBA swooped in and took Vegas from us from the NHL or something. Is there a negotiating battle going right? on? Like, right are now? they bidding for city was yeah. basically, you know, it's almost, it's almost like they're hosting a tournament for, of, of some kind. So it's, is there a competition behind the scenes in a way between Gary Bettman and Adam Silver for Vegas or between so-and-so for, for this city versus that city? It's a great question, Eric. It's a great question. I don't know. I, I know that every time I feel like I get set in kind of an idea or as some of my friends in Oklahoma would say, an ideal about what might work or what might not work, it's shifted in a completely different direction. I mean, maybe, maybe the NBA realize, and 
again, I don't have a problem with NBA players complaining about hotel rooms. I know that a lot of people get chafed, and I I understand it, but I wouldn't want to stay in a Howard Johnson if I'm going to be quarantined. Breast R.I.P. Hojo's. But I wouldn't want to stay in those types of rooms if I'm stuck there for for two months and I can't go anywhere else. I mean, I want sports back more than anyone, but I could understand why that might be an issue. Because if I'm understanding correctly, it's not as if they're going to be traveling from hotel to hotel, at least in some plans. They're set there, and that's going to be their home for the better part of, what, two months to try to wrap up the season. So maybe, just maybe, they have everything set. Eric, they've they've got Orlando. And by the way... For you dopes like myself at first that didn't realize it, it's not as if they're putting a basketball court out by Space Mountain. It's not <laughs> as if Epcot. Well, they should. <laughs> yeah, which would be awesome. It's not like it's by the Princess Castle. No, they have what uh, the, I, I keep saying the wide world of sports, but they have their whole sports fields. They have their, their, their arenas. They, they've got an incredible amount of facilities that are available. So, you know, to Mark Cuban's point, you can play a couple day, uh, games in a day if necessary. But now, now I'm starting to wonder, well, is that even really done? And is there a debate or negotiations that are going on where Vegas says, oh, okay, well, you feel like you got this done with Orlando? How about we do this? Here's our plan for you. We got better hotels, put you up uh, here, more hotel rooms probably, I don't know. But it's just, I, I don't know everything you feel like is set. You got to pause and step back and say, is it? And then how far back or how fast forward does that make this entire process if you're confused don't worry so are we in trying to follow this whole thing too so when we come back to the geico fox sports radio studios since it unfortunately was three to one let's roll through what's next then for the nba to figure out we'll kick off next hour with a lot of nfl talk i got a lot of thoughts on some of the rule changes that did and didn't take place And then my laundry list of NFL questions that I think it's okay to start talking about. The keyword here is think. We'll dive into them next. I'm Chris Plank sitting in for Jason Martin right here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Fox Sports Radio. I'm Chris Plank, sitting in tonight for Jason Martin. Hope you all are staying safe. Eric Roberts producing the show. Chris Perfett on the wheels of steel and Brian Finley on updates all night long. You know, Brian and I might have to get into a little college football conversation too next hour because I think that's going to be one of the more fascinating returns, if you will. Plus, I've got – I don't know why. I've I've felt – is if maybe pause a little bit in trying to get too caught up in conversations about the 2020 season, but I kind of, I can't help it with some of the way that things went throughout this week. I mean, with the, the, the new rule conversation, or I guess it's no longer new because it didn't pass, but the fourth and 15 idea, you know, is, is it okay to kind of start talking about, Dak Prescott's contract and whether or not the Cowboys are going to work it out. I will say, I I do find it interesting that along with names like Derek Carr, maybe, maybe we throw Stafford in there as well too. And I'm not just, I'm not just pandering to you here on this one, Perfett, but I don't know if I've seen more people split on a guy than I have Dak. I mean, there's, there's no gray area with Dak Prescott. There's not a people. Oh, he's a. You would think he's great. You think he's awful. It, oh, you know he's he's a, no no. He, either he's franchise guy and you pay him, or he's the worst thing you've ever seen. The funny thing about quarterback conversations is the going rate for a QB is going to continue to go up. You're not going to get a discount on either Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson or Dak Prescott. Oh, and I got another thing that really frustrated me on Dak Prescott and the reporting that we'll get to coming up a little bit next hour. Um, But before we get there, before we get there, I want to weigh in one final time on the sports getting back conversation that has driven us this hour. But did I mention that we're brought to you in part by Discover? Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score, and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard limitations apply. The NBA getting back will be fascinating to see the form that the season might take because it's very much unknown. You know, we played the cut a little bit earlier from Kurt over at Basketball Insiders, who was on Fox Sports Radio today. It's, it's very much up in the air. And, you know, are we looking at just, say, 16 teams getting back? Or are, are we looking at 22? And then if if we do, as Rick Buecher talked about here on Fox Sports Radio, 
Are we looking at a, a round-robin tournament for a playoff spot? If you're going to have a round-robin situation, you would only do that presumably for the teams that are trying to get in as opposed to doing it with everybody. I just can't imagine where they take all the teams and what you guys do in your round-robins are going to determine the seeding. I, I just don't see how you'd have enough teams going for that. Well, the good news is Rick's right. There's no consensus at all on how to finish the regular season or what the postseason might look like for the NBA. This is part of the problem why you know, I, I think as fans, and I, I'm in this, I've yelled it all night long in baseball, figured out. I don't think we understand all the I's that need to be dotted and T's that need to be crossed. We want to sit here on our bully pulpits. Wait, hold on. We would stand on our bully pulpit, right? We would sit on our mighty throne. Get those correct. But we want to sit here and say, I'll just do it. Just do it. But there's so many different angles that need to be figured out. And the NBA hasn't even talked about a pay scale and what that might look like. But they have not been able to come up with a consensus on how to finish the regular season or what the postseason might look like. And according to a report from The Athletic this weekend, uh, owners shot down rumors about a 20-team play-in tournament with two extra teams per conference playing the bottom two playoff teams in each conference or a 30-team all-in format. There is a lot of support among teams and agents to include as many teams as possible. You know, in that instance, I would say follow the NHL's league. Expand it to 24 if you want, which, by the way, would be funny because you're only leaving out six teams in the NBA. Maybe 22 would be a little bit better for the NBA. But I just – I don't know what the perfect fit is for the NBA, but here's my idea. Come back with 20, 22, whichever number you want. Give us about, I don't know, 10 regular season games. Play them over the span of two weeks. And start the playoffs. You heard from Mark Cuban. This thing can last into September if necessary. But if you're rewinding from Christmas to start the season, get, get it done by September. I don't think you need to jump right into the playoffs. I think it's okay to have a few games with teams that are on the cusp. I don't think anyone's going to chase anyone down in the East. There might be a chance in the West. But get a plan in place at least – with what the season is going to look like or what's left of the season. Hey, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, what's next in the NFL? Wow. Wow. Final hour. Live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Wow. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So, ah! I noticed something last hour, Perfet, during one of our conversations during the break. You trying to tell me you're not going to watch cars turn left today in Bristol, Tennessee? I've had this conversation before with other people on FSR. Uh, No, I am not. I've come to accept that I can't change anyone's mind on anything, so I want Listen, to like, there, there's give and takes here. Some of the sure. FSR people like NASCAR. I happen to like eSports. We can't see eye to eye, and you know what? That's fine, and I'm not going to get back into that argument again because I'm already in trouble. When eSports adds pitfall, yeah. that's whenever I'll be all in on it. Or if there is an <laughs> Asteroids or uh, Galaga, I was pretty good at that. I'm, here's the thing, fun, funny 
point on esports is I found myself watching, say, the the iRacing, which I guess technically is that even really esports? I guess it is. But I found myself watching some of it and it, it kind of blew me away how real it looked. And then they ruined it whenever they did the whole Madden thing. And what was it? Um, Mike Vick got beat like 77 to three or something like that. And I was like, all right, well, that's kind of how I feel playing Madden. So <laughs> I won't try to change your mind. I won't try to change your mind. But NASCAR back at Bristol. So it's the first time that it's raced since its return at a track other than Darlington or Charlotte Motor Speedway. So that should be fun today. And, you know, we actually have a big date this week, y'all. Now, baseball is very fluid. There's a lot of back and forth from Major League Baseball. But in kind of what's dominated our conversation here in the, I guess you could say, latter part of Hour 2 was the NBA. And Thursday appears to be a massive day for the association. The GM meeting. Now, let's rewind just a little bit here. And this is from a report from... Oh, who was this over at The Athletic? This was David Aldridge. So there was a general manager's meeting that took place on Friday. And it focused on playing formats, but did not really come to a conclusion. And what we learned is even though many had kind of stamped it as a done deal, not necessarily done for Orlando, but the site and the support for it isn't just from the league. So, I mean, I read into that thinking that, all right, there might be some GMs and some players that are into it as well, too. But Thursday is going to be a monster day as far as I don't know if we'll get that affirmed return date that we've talked about quite a bit tonight of, what, July 31st? At least that's the report that, Adam Silver is going to kind of lay out and suggest, but we'll see. So as far as big weeks, this is a monster week for the NBA and its return to play plan. I wish I could say the same thing for baseball. I just don't know. I don't know. I think that the worst thing that could have happened to baseball is to have this play out publicly as a financial battle between players and owners because we don't have sympathy right now for billionaires and millionaires. I, we we just don't. And I'm not sitting here trying to say you're right or wrong, but with unemployment numbers as high as they've ever been, with frustrations and anger building, there's just there's no way anyone can sit there and feel sorry for an owner. It's just not going to happen. Nor would, unfortunately, they feel sorry for a player. But with the way that the owners have handled this, and these numbers that came out, I thought the players won the popular uh, popular vote last week amongst the fans. So that's where we are with baseball and the NBA. And, and as Erod brought up in the NHL, at least we have a format. They're continuing to try to work through what the locations and the dates might look like, which gets us to my beloved National Football League, where it's as it has been from day one, left lane, hammer down, man. There is no slowing down with the NFL right now. It, it, it may not be as smooth as it appears, but at the very least, when when people have questioned the motives of the NFL, they've kind of looked foolish, right? 
People that question, gosh, how can you start free agency right now? How's it going to work? How fair is it to be able to sign guys without being able to bring them into your facility for uh, your doctors to look at them? Yeah, sure didn't stop many teams from signing guys. And then the draft. Oh, you can't do the draft? Why would you do the draft? What do you, you can't bring prospects in. You've got to put your eyes on them. You've got to put your hands on them. Went off without a flaw. No problem whatsoever. Sure, listen, I feel bad for some of the guys that were undrafted that maybe if they had an opportunity to visit more with teams or work out for them may have been drafted. And in general, it was a rough stretch for undrafted free agents in general. You didn't have a lot of time to catch an eye. There was a lot of yeah, pro days were basically had what, like maybe 12 pro days before everything got shut down on campuses. So yeah, you feel for that. But in time, I think that'll work itself out. But the NFL has just rolled on. I don't want to say unscathed, but from a financial perspective, you know, obviously there's some revenue lost with what the Vegas show could have been. I'm sure there's been some there's been some cuts in the league, there's been some salary reductions, but for the most part, it's it's really been the lucky one here so far. In fact, the NFL has been so Uh, What's the best way to put this? I don't want to use the term blessed because I'm not trying to get faith-based here on you. But I don't know, lucky? That, you know, one of the biggest stories was that someone found on the NFL.com website that Colin Kaepernick was listed as retired when he wasn't, right? I mean, that, that was a big story for one day for the league. I mean, that's how smooth things were going for the NFL. Hell, we're debating, we're debating rule changes. In the NFL. That's how smooth things have been so far. So let's let's kick this around just real quick. Fourth and 15 instead of an onside kick. And I got to be honest with you. Do not like it. Not because it's gimmicky. Not because I don't like change. But I'm a fan of a team in the AFC West. And if you have the chance to do a – or to have a – fourth and 15 play to get the football back, the Chiefs might not ever lose a game. I mean, think about this. Fourth and 15 with Patrick Mahomes. It pains me to say this, people. It hurts coming out. Fourth and 15 for Mahomes in that offense with those weapons, it's like third and one for most teams. I mean, they're that good. So I wasn't a fan of it from that perspective. Now, put put Patrick Mahomes in the silver and black, then maybe I'll change my opinion on it. But it's a very homeristic take. So this week on Fox Sports Radio, one of my favorite guys to listen to is Adam Kaplan. And as it was shot down by the National Football League, at least as something to to try out this season, it may not be dead. It may be something worth addressing in the long run. But for now, it's not happening. And there's a I think there's a pretty simple reason why. Number one, we don't want the Chiefs winning every single game. But number two, some people will, they don't like change. The NFL's done enough stuff with changes to the onside kick. They've done enough stuff with with basically the, the ability to challenge pass interference, which is no more. But fourth and 15 is not going to happen as an alternative to the onside kick. Here's what Adam Kaplan said about it. The league said that it was very clear that the teams that 
did not want it, felt like there was not enough information. And obviously the competition committee is the one that needs to provide that for them. And as one person said to me yesterday, we were just kind of going over some of the rule changes and what got passed, what didn't get passed. Don't forget, no one was in the same room. You're doing this virtually. And it's hard in the NFL to get stuff passed when you're not in the same room sometimes, especially when it's a new rule. Legal has proposed two rules. One got passed, one didn't. And they started the 4th and 15 last year. And they got it, at least they got it up to it getting tabled. So in March, the owners meetings that we always, that's the big one. That's when the rule changes come. It'll come up again and maybe it'll, it'll pass this time. So the thought is, too, that maybe it could be a, a chip, a bargaining chip from the TV side of things. As Mike Florio wrote in ProFootballTalk.com earlier this week, maybe instead of making this change right now, all right, let's do it. Great idea. Let's do it. The league can use this new approach as a sweetener when the next TV deals are being finalized. Now, just just real quick, because Chris covers the NFL. He's, he's covered the Lions for years. Eric has been a long-suffering Buffalo Bills fan who is now the favorite in the AFC East. Chris, I'll start with you. Do you have a problem with this fourth and 15 alternative to the onside kick? I know, I think Jason, I think you guys talked about it a little bit last week on this show, but were you pro this? Were you against this? I guess not were you. Are you pro or against this? I'm I'm fairly neutral, but if you ask you lean one way or the other, I think I lean towards this. Uh, I mean, towards the rule, because I, I know I've been talking with Jonas Knox about this, like, this the the onside kick has become so ineffectual, so it's marginalized. It's luck, and, and like people say, like the four oh the fourth and fifteen's gimmicky. Well, what do you call like laying a ball on its side and trying to kick it so it bounces the right way so you get it back? Like that's <laughs> that's the king of gimmicky right there. Like I, I I don't know. I thought it was fine. It sounded like a sensible reasonable thing and the NFL if you lose the onside kick like you do need something to give some drama to the end of a game it it makes sense to let teams get a chance to get back into a game like that when it's close rather than because this is a this is a game where people are just able to burn the clock so heavily yeah that it it, 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 it it needs some sort of equalizer it needs that kind of that feedback loop to just like inject something in it. So it's just not, okay. Oh, well, you know, you scored. Congratulations. Now you're within one score, but this team's going to get the ball and, Oh, there's only two minutes left. They're just going to burn out the clock. Right. That it removes all drama from the end of the game. So there, there needs to be an alternative. It, 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 I guess the word would be adds a little bit more doubt to games that could have been blowouts. I mean, well, just down. think about it. like in in basketball, like for the longest time, if you were down too much, the the game was assumed like you were going to lose. And then comes along <laughs> Jim Valvano is like, no, screw that. We're gonna just foul you until we get the ball back, and then we're gonna outscore you. And then the NFL, you know, from the perspective of two point conversions, well, it's always been colleges kind of added overtime, different things to make it more competitive, to make the games a little bit more. In doubt at times. That's what you want. You want drama for these TV networks. So I kind of like the idea of it from that perspective. If he was guy, but if they're holding it back because it could add more to the next TV package, bravo. I think it's a brilliant idea on that front. Eric, are you a fan of this or no? Uh, I mean, I'm always for a little change, a little drama. Um, you know, it's it's a situation though where it's like, he, how many times were we even see it? We're really, I think we're creating a fuss over something we would have only seen scarcely anyways. Good point. Um, and I, 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 you know, I always think about just kind of scenarios that you would see it. And, you know, even when you do see onside kicks, sometimes the most effective onside kick 
is like the surprise ones, right? When you you know you get hit a little off the, like off the foot, so you kind of catch somebody by surprise, maybe coming out of a halftime or something. So does that take that away too? Do you really have to signify, okay, now we're going for a, a, a instead of onside kick, we're doing this fourth to fifteen? I don't know. It's just weird. It's hard for me to grasp it when I can't see it in play. Um, so I would have loved to see, you know, some, you know, they, I know that sometimes they have some of these like scrimmages or exhibition games where it's, you know, they got the incoming college kids where they right. test out these new rules. I would love to see it played before I pick a side, but I'm always down for a little change. But like I said, the onside kick is so ineffective. There's no real, I mean, when was the last time we've seen an effective, I don't even remember seeing an onside kick at all last year, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I'm always for a little change. If it sucked, change it back. You know, everybody talked crap about changing the, the extra point, um, but everybody loves it now because it adds a little more drama. Fourth and 15, guess what? That would add a little drama. I'm sure everybody would poo-poo on it, and then they would see a season of it and be like, wow, this is actually a pretty cool thing. So I don't know. I, I'm for it. Change is always good in, in most cases. And again, if it sucks, change it back. Challenging pass interference, right? There's a great example of... A change that I, I don't necessarily know if it sucked or if they just decided they weren't going to call them when they were challenged. I, I don't know which way it goes, but the the NFL it, it became it became pretty clear that unless you basically form tackled a receiver on a challenged PI or as a, as a wide receiver. I'll give the RKO to the defensive back while he's trying to guard you. You're not going right. or cover you. And they're, they're not going to call. And it. there's the thing, man. And then, and then people get so f- planted on one side of it, and then they just start crapping on it again yeah. on the other side. It's like, and now you get the solution, and then the people that were even four or fourth and 15 would see it, and now it's not what they thought it is, and then now they're just as mad before. It's it's You never win, really. I love the idea of holding on to it. Maybe trying, and again, I know you just can't magically get together before the game and go, hey, man, you guys want to try the 4th and 15 uh, instead of an onside kick? I know that you can't do that, but maybe test it out in the exhibition season. Listen, there's plenty of time for meetings and rules changes. I mean, I don't know if you guys realize this, but we're still in the middle of a pandemic, and there's still stay-at-home orders in a lot of places, and next week is supposed to be the first time that teams are able to get into their facilities. So, I'm. I know this is dead for 2020, but I'm not going to be surprised at all if it's something that's tried out in 2021 and 2022. I know Brian Finley is busy getting stuff together for his next sports update, which is coming up at the bottom of this hour. But Beefin, you got to take one way or the other on this on the fourth and 15 instead of the onside kick. You know, I, I say let's let's give it a try. You know, because I like it. I, I think that. The, as Chris alluded to, the ineffectiveness of what was going on beforehand, what's the point? So why not change it a bit? And it's going to engage the fans even more. They're going to enjoy it. And I, I would like the NFL to, to reconsider in the future. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be implemented at some point. I really, really do. But I do also understand the need for a little bit more time to better understand it because there was even confusion about whether or not the clock would be running. They're like, no, 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 there wouldn't be a running clock. Okay. Was there a cap on how many times you could do it? Yeah, it was two. Well, why? You know, why only two times? Could you only do it when you were trailing? Yes. What Did it eliminate the, the regular onside kick? Well, maybe, maybe not. So I think there was a lot of unknown in how it would play out, but I do like the idea that they're still looking at ways to kind of take games that might not be competitive and keep them entertaining. Or as I like to put it, 
Never allow the Kansas City Chiefs to lose another game as long as Patrick Mahomes is their quarterback. All right. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, let's have a little on-the-field debate about what's coming up in the National Football League. And, you know, Brian Finley and I cover college football very closely. He's all over the Pac-12. I'm all over the Big 12. What does it look like for college football to return in 2020? We'll dive into it next right here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, I forgot to talk about Sky Judge. We'll get to that in a bit. First, Jason Martin Show. I'm Chris Plank sitting in tonight on Fox Sports Radio. We're brought to you in part by Discover. Get your free credit scorecard today, even if you're not a Discover customer. It includes your FICO credit score and checking your scorecard won't hurt your credit. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Uh, Brian Finley and I will talk a little college football right after the bottom of the hour because we're getting close to a date in which decisions need to be made as to if the season's going to start on time. We're looking at mid-July when college football administrators, local government authorities have to decide whether or not, and maybe more specifically school presidents, you know, what is the definition of open? How, how do you define open? And that's the great debate we have is, is an open campus 
student athletes and students on campus or if they're virtual, is that open? I, I don't know. But we'll get into that coming up in just a bit. And I can't believe that I missed this as well. I'm just missing stuff left and right tonight. Dupree writes, guys, I'm with Eric. Hockey is back first. Though it would have been nice to see the Astros get booed. Of course, I'm routinely in a holding pattern from after Super Bowl until September. I'm the same, Dupree. You know, the Super Bowl wraps up. I might be sad for like a day. It's like, ah, football's over. But then I get excited about free agency, and I get excited about the draft. And it's a little bit bit more depression. They get all ramped up whenever you start getting into August and September for mini camps and OTAs and then the start of camp. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm fired up for football. But in everything that has taken place, there's no joy, right? There's no joy in COVID-19. There's no excitement over sports getting shut down. None. There's obviously nothing good that has come out of 2020 so far from a sports perspective. Heck, maybe from a life perspective. But I'm willing to bet they're smiling in the Astros front office and some of the players. I don't know. There's a lot of things that unite us in this world. Unfortunately, there's too many things that tear us apart. But outside of Houston fans, outside of Astro fans, and I think you guys get this, I see you trying to scratch and claw and fight for your guys. I don't know if anybody came together more than the sports community did to anticipate how rudely the Astros were going to be treated, right? That was one thing that outside of the Dickie Thon fan club, Outside of people who know how dominant Mike Scott was on the bump. Outside of those people. Everybody, to a man, to a woman, could not wait to boo the Astros. Now, you, I don't know, we're going to have to do it from home. Are we going to forget about that? Is that going to be something? That LA's by the, not. L, oh, trust me. LA is not. Good point, Eric. I mean... Maybe by that point, will they play the Astros then next year? I don't know what the rotation looks like. But I'd love I'd, I'd love to see that disappointment persevere. I just don't know if it will outside of, of Dodger fans. But, yeah, again, no celebration, but maybe a little bit of a deep exhale in Houston. Where they're like, All right, well, we don't have to deal with – I mean, it was wasn't it bad enough in some of the things that were taking place even – in some of the early workouts that they were going through, were fans giving it to them early in the season? And we get a few games in before things shut down. Yeah, no, they no. were getting they were getting reamed in yeah. there during the earliest spring trainings, um, and then they were, you know, they were it 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 was already optically bad, you know, sure. getting caught. And then they were the way they were going about, like you know, bold face, like not even really being remorseful in a lot of ways. Bregman, I think, deleted his Twitter because he was getting reamed and. <laughs> People were bringing trash cans to parks. Um, I don't think people are going to forget. My biggest thing about all that is the fact that if the season doesn't get underway, how some of these suspensions are going to count as served. You know, that's and that's not even getting to the fact that Mookie could walk and not even ever wear a Dodgers jersey in a regular season game. That's a whole other story for LA and Dodgers fans. But the the fact that the uh, a lost season could count as a, a time served is another kind of thing. Like Cora could be back. You know, uh, Hinch could be back, and it's like. They just had a, long, a prolonged vacation and didn't even miss any time, technically. Bill, Bill Simmons had a great conspiracy theory 
on why that Renicky never been named the, the full manager. He's still just interim manager for the Red Sox. And the theory was that Cora was going to be back and that not necessarily were the Red Sox tanking, but in kind of what they realized they were up against this year, that it was a, a pseudo tank. Now they might not even have to worry about it if they can't come up with an agreement between the players and the owners. Regardless, fascinating point, Dupree. One I never thought of until you mentioned it. Just how, and again, I probably thought of it like two weeks ago, but this entire month has been like a year. So, in fact, I had to, I had to check myself when I was talking about the Astros because I paused for a moment and thought, wait, did we play some spring training games? Or am I thinking of games from, from last year? No, we did. That's just what 2020 has done to your mind. All right, when we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, let's dabble in a little bit of what the plan for college football looks like, if the sky judge is going to happen. But first, one final time for our show, Brian Finley comes rolling in to get us caught up on everything going on in the world of sports. What's going on, Brian? Hey, what is going on, Chris? UFC conducting an event in Vegas on Saturday. Gilbert Burns wins the headline act, devastating Tyron Woodley, overwhelming him every round en route to a unanimous decision in the welterweight division. Burns' right hand was the undisputed difference maker in this one. And Woodley, processing the loss via Instagram, said, quote, in part, you can't just get on the camera when you win you got to get on the camera when you lose too i've got a weird piece for somebody that just got their blank whooped end quote how about that quote chris that is phenomenal fantastic (laughs) the la lakers have something to say in regards to the riots and protests sweeping the country the team wrote on twitter quote we condemn racism bigotry violence and prejudice in all its forms everyone has the right to live free from fear and to be treated with dignity and respect we hear the pain of our black community and we will not stay silent, end quote. Some live sports taking place on the Fox family of networks. You've got NASCAR rolling through Bristol Motor Speedway later today. That starts at 3.30 p.m. Eastern time on Fox Sports 1. Brad Keselowski will be on the pole for the track that's about a half mile or so in length. And then you have the top German soccer league and Bundesliga putting on two matches on Fox Sports 1 this morning. So you've got some soccer, you've got some NASCAR. Now, Chris, we're just waiting for those team sports. Wink, wink, college football. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And as we come to you live tonight, or this morning, from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, a reminder that it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. All you have to do is go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part is figuring out which way is easier. Let me ask you this because I haven't heard much from Larry Scott on the Pac-12 side of things. How are you feeling about that definition of of open and whether or not it's going to be about students being back on campus or not whenever it comes to the season and determining whether or not they'll allow players to play? So, Chris, from a California perspective, there was a fear when it was a couple weeks ago when the Cal State University system announced that they're essentially going to go all virtual in the fall. Now, that brought some concerns to the UC system that they thought, well, I guess we're going to follow suit, which then would put the college football season in jeopardy for a couple of schools. You know, you right. think that Cal and UCLA, to name a few. And then what do you do for the, the, the Cal States and Fresno State and San Jose State and, and San Diego State? 
But what I'm hearing is that there are going to be some in-person activity in the fall at the UC schools, which then would give you more confidence that college football is going to take place. And even if you are like a San Diego State, they're they're seemingly still going to play football as well, even though it seems like they're all virtual for the fall. So I, I like where UCLA is right now, especially with the the voluntary workouts that they are going to allow in the Pac-12 mid June. That's yeah, June fifteenth, yeah. right? Yeah, I I think we're going to have a fascinating debate, Brian, over the next couple of months when it comes to college football. Especially if there's not in the term that's being in-person classes, in-person learning. Because, you know, Oklahoma, by the way, I cover the Big 12. I cover Oklahoma. I live in Oklahoma. I live in Norman. So I'm right here in in the heart of it. And, you know, they've done things to space out classes. They're going to welcome back students here, I think, in a – in, in a little bit after July 1, though, excuse me, summer schools will all be done virtually, though they'll welcome them back in the fall. So they're planning on moving forward. It sounds like that's the case, not just at OU, but throughout the Big 12. It's the case in SEC yeah. country. It's the case in ACC country right now. Are you feeling good across the board in the Pac-12 right now? You know, I am. I was actually checking out some a quote that the – Colorado Buffalo's chancellor said, and he said demonstratively, I believe we're going to have football in the fall, end quote. And he, Phil DiStefano, is the chair of the Pac-12 CEO group, so in part of the governing body of the Pac-12. If he's saying that, that's good. We've had ADs over at Arizona say that they're going to have players back for those voluntary workouts in June, and then even some teams in the Pac-12 are hiring outside firms to figure out how to configure the stadium so that, yes, you're probably not going to get a full stadium, but then how do you piece together and design and choreograph, okay, you can sit here, you can sit there, the social distancing thing. But with the news that Gavin Newsom, the governor, just a couple days or weeks ago said about having pro sports back in in June, that was huge because I feel like there was this this vibe, Chris, that was brewing that we might in California not be allowed to have pro sports throughout the rest of this year. And I feel like there was always that talk, all right, the NFL is going to happen, but I don't know about college football. The doubt is subsiding with college football, Chris, and you know that better than I do. And it's happening on the West Coast, which seemingly would have been the last part or the Northeast to, to get the act together and have sports given the way those political areas are taking care of the coronavirus and being extra precautious. I'll say this. It's, it's going to be, I don't want to say slam dunk, but I would say I'm 99.999% sure that we're going to get college football this year. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to look like in the stands. I do think they're going to find a way as Brian just brought up to socially distance to uh, distant, maybe distance to anyway, to, to make sure you have fans in the stand. I don't know. For instance, Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium is mm-hmm. close to 90,000. I don't think we're going to have 90,000 tickets that will be sold. I don't know if it will be more like 50 or 45. I know what Gene Smith said, and then he walked it back a little bit to say, no, no, not 25, more like 50. So I think the fans in the stands are going to be fascinating to watch. But if anything, Brian, we're seeing incredible 180s. Oh, absolutely. Right? Because if you were to, if, if I was filling in a month ago, mm-hmm. 
I don't think either one of us would have felt that you're going to have fans in the stands at all, and maybe yeah. some schools wouldn't be playing. We we're talking about home and homes in the Pac-12, maybe having to fill certain holes in your schedule. But, I mean, as it stands right now, I feel like everyone's going to be able to play. A whole lot of sports media savants out there, the blue check marks, have been very negative about yeah. college football. And this is just... Chris, a, a sign of overreacting. You know, even health experts have been getting it wrong, and they're still trying to figure out what's going on with the coronavirus. So if they're not always getting it right, then the sports media personnel, their forecasting is certainly not going to be all correct. They've got it wrong, and I believe that there is this quiet reassurance that we are going to have college football. The interesting thing is going to be, Chris, is there is going to be a competitive disadvantage here because some schools will be able to use their facilities earlier than others because the the school itself will have the the rules in place how to go about it safely how many players are going to be able to use the workout gym in a day are you going to only allow 10 or 20 so because you're going to have schools coming back at different times there's really no way to make a uniform like everybody's going to come back june 15th some schools are going to be a little bit more precautious and that is just kind of the risk and the the lopsidedness if you will you're going to have as schools start to trickle back but i'll say one more thing chris chip kelly was on dan patrick obviously a fox sports radio show earlier last week he said that by july 20th they need to know if they're going that is like the deadline for ucla football and obviously for other programs as well july 20th and that gives us some time to play with because with the voluntary workouts coming in mid-june you have another month but like you said chris it's been a 180 in the last month and I think it's been the case across all sports for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. Outside, you know, we're no longer worried about, well, I shouldn't say we're not worried about it, but we've understood more about the spread and we yes. have kind of accepted. Here, here's the thing that I think people have accepted. You're not going to be able to prevent people from getting this. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's impossible. And I think that's one thing that you hear from ADs and from administrators, and you hear it from the professional side as well, too. It's just, okay, if it happens, how do you mitigate it? How do you control it? Yes. How do you keep it from spreading? And I think as we've learned that a little bit more, it's given people more confidence that we'll be able to get back. And you're right. What, what was it? Ju- July 20th? Is that what Chip Kelly said? He said July 20th. And okay. L- and like you said, Chris, with every single day, we're learning more about this virus and we're being able to have more ammo, more information, more knowledge about it to help us in the future. Yeah, I, I have just been fascinated to watch how the opinion, mindset, uh, aura, what energy, whatever term you want to use, how it's gone from being very drab and down yes. and, and, and dismissive of playing college football or college sports in general to being very upbeat and very positive and very likely. So that's that's what I've learned. Obviously, that's what Brian has learned. That mid-July date is going to be fascinating, I think, Chip Kelly saying July 20th. We talked to Oklahoma Athletic Director Joe Castiglione on Friday, and he said, hey, mid-July, so that's right around that time that Chip Kelly's talking about, we'll have a clearer picture of what college football might look like. And I think you have a clear picture of the NFL, right? I think the NFL is going to play regardless. (laughs) I think they're going to find a way. They're going to have the testing in place. It might not be with fans in the exhibition season, but I don't think there's ever been a question about that. 
I, I just think from, from day one, Brian, I, yeah. I think that's kind of been just we're going regardless. You know, it's amazing, Chris, that when they were doing the draft, there was so much pushback, and they said, hey, we're going to still do this. And then people love the way they put on the draft and the production value, and they loved it. So yeah. it's like they are listening to themselves. They're being thick-skinned. And, yeah, this is a machine, a juggernaut, and it's not going to let anything get in their way. Yeah. When we come back to the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, I can't believe it. We'll put a wrap on a Sunday morning edition of the Jason Martin Show next on Fox Sports Radio. Final segment for me from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Uh, I want to thank Eric Roberts. If you're not following him on Twitter, he is very funny. Please do so at underscore Roberts 11. Thanks to Chris Perfett where I think we do just as good of a show off the air as we do on the air, uh, though we would have to probably use the uh, dump button a little bit more. Make a little sure bit you, more. Well, just a little bit. Uh, make sure you follow Chris on Twitter at Chris Perfett, P-E-R-F-E-T-T. And thanks to Brian Finley. As always, as always I love talking college football and sports with Brian Finley uh, at Brian with a Y, B-R-Y-A-N, Finley on Twitter. And, of course, coming up next, it's still, right? Is it Sunday morning? It's tomorrow. So it's mm-hmm. it's it's Noah and Furman, right? Let's go. Andy Furman coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio with the great Brian. No. Uh, good tweet, by the way, from is this Big Ben's burner account? Anytime the, the headline of a Twitter account is suck it, coop. I don't know if that's Ben or is that Eddie no, that's, Burner? that's Justin in Cincinnati. Oh, okay. I like you, Justin. That's funny. He writes, uh, we're going to have fans in the stands, guys. Apparently the whole social distancing thing is over. Just turn on the TV. Ah, okay. Fair point. Though I did see some masks being worn, Justin. So I don't know if that counts or not. Hey, I had, I had two things that I really wanted to get off my chest tonight. And seeing that we're just about out of time, I better do it. I wanted to talk about Dak, and I wanted to go a little bit more in-depth on kind of the debate if he's a franchise quarterback, if he's not. I I don't see a lot of middle ground. There's either people that think he's horrible or they think he's great. And it's kind of in that same category of like a a Derek Carr, only I think Dak's better than Derek, and that pains me to say. There's no – kind of gray area. You either think he's really good or you think he sucks. You think he's an NFL quarterback. You think he's, he, he's not. And maybe I'm letting Arnie paint that because I think he's kind of anti-Dak regardless. We'll debate it tonight right here on Fox Sports Radio. But I think it's kind of unfair how he's been painted by one incorrect report. And I, I use this analogy a lot in life, and it's because one of my bosses used it and it stayed with me. There was a report that came out that said Dak had turned down a contract that would have made him the highest paid quarterback in NFL history. You heard that, right? History. And that he turned it down. He turned it down. He said, no, I want, what, an extra year and more money. The hot take warriors were out, right? Dak is greedy. How dare he? He's not even that good. Hell, he's going to lose his job to Andy Dalton, right? I mean, it was everywhere. It was horrible. And what did we find out? It wasn't true. But guess what? Here's the analogy. The toothpaste is out of the tube. You're not getting it back in. That's probably even an old analogy. Do people even use tubes of toothpaste anymore? I-, I think you get where I'm coming from on it. Did anyone go back to fact check it? No, you read it. You saw it on the internet. 
It came from a, a, a source, a guy that heard something, and it was on the radio, and then it gets aggregated from there. Nobody takes the time to go back and actually read what Adam Schefter said. Right, this just isn't true. And now, now anymore, the people who report it and get called on it don't necessarily say they were wrong, right? You don't have to. Well, I'll stick by my sources. I mean, what else do you expect them to tell you? So Dak, I think, gets unfairly painted as a greedy guy because of an incorrect report. It was wrong. And no one took the time to go back and really check it and either A, change their opinion or come correct on it. And that's frustrating to me. I'm not here to defend Dak. I can't stand the Cowboys. I'm in, I'm envious of Jerry Jones. I wish my owner was as adventurous and as, um, oh, maybe dialed in isn't necessarily, necessarily the, the right word, but he was invested like Jerry Jones seems to be. So I, I like the Cowboys, but I'm not a fan. I'm not a Dak defender. But if you're just going to throw this thing that you heard out there and it's going to spread like wildfire and then it's wrong, no one fixes it. Oh, apparently this report is wrong. That's all you see. All right, well, guess what? The damage is done. I think that's unfair. And then the, the second thing that I wanted to get into that obviously we're not going to have, have time to do tonight, man, I'd love to have a conversation about what that NFC East is going to look like next year. I just have no idea. I, I kind of think the Eagles are the favorite, but then I wonder if Carson Wentz is going to be able to make it through a season. I want to believe in, in what the Cowboys have done to shore up their defense this offseason, including a, a brand-new head coach and a whole new defensive mindset and a new defensive coordinator. But I, I just don't know until I see it. And then are the Redskins and the Giants really going to be that bad again this year? Do you see two second-year quarterbacks take monster steps, monster leaps in their second year? Or do you see them continue to regress? Do you see him get better under new coaches or do you see him fall back? I mean, there are, there's three new coaches in the division for goodness sakes. And I'm fascinated by that. I think it's an incredible storyline heading into the 2020 football season, which by the way, I no longer caveat anything with, well, if they play, no, no, we're playing. These debates will be fun to have over the next few months. All right. Thanks to everyone for hanging out with us tonight. This has been fun. Jason will be back next week. Everyone stay safe. I love you all. Have a great start to your week for Chris Perfett, for Brian Finley, for Eric Roberts. I'm Chris Plank. Stick around. Andy Furman, Brian No coming up next. Arnie Spanier and I will be back tonight at 10 p. Central time on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.